Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up, where I can't hear anything because Big Country is not plugged in the way that he should be. There it is. <laughs> hey, I don't know what happened. It was in. I love it. I'm telling you, I'm signaling you like, hey, bud, I can't, I can't hear anything. It's not playing. And you give me that confident like, no, this is on you. It's playing. I've done my job. I start talking. Somebody's not plugged into their phone. You want to go ahead and restart? <laughs> yeah, why don't you hit me with that intro music? All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> one more time. Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up, Now That I Can Hear You, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. Have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. This morning, I saw a Jeep pulling an RV. They've got to nah. be going 45 miles per hour tops. <laughs> I'm talking, it was a big one. I know the ad says RV for any vehicle, and apparently they do. This was like one of those giant RVs. I don't know how they're going anywhere. Like, if they meet a hill, they're not making it up. Hey, just like we get it, you're rich. Like you can, you're not getting gas, good gas mileage anyways, and now you're taking the RV with you in a jeep. Again, yeah. this this should have been like a one ton truck pulling this thing. It was a Jeep Wrangler. It was a two door Jeep Wrangler. I don't know if that makes any difference. I feel like it does in my mind, but I thought, wow, really, RV for any vehicle. They pulled up with a Jeep and thought, give me the biggest fucking RV you've got. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we are back. It's nice to be here. 100th episode for us. Yes, sir. On a Friday. Oh, my gosh. Listen to the it's Thank you, guys. Stop. It's guys, too, quit it. It's too much. Thank you. Keep it coming. Keep it Thank coming. Thank you. We appreciate it. 100 episode of the season. We've actually done more, but it is cool to be here. We should have dressed up uh, like the 100th day of school, dressed like you're 100 years old. Oh, that would have been good. If only I would have had two days to think about it or honestly, you would have got me week. yesterday you would have got me feeling like 100 years old because boy that was brutal <laughs> do you want to dive into let's it let's just hop on in it dog because i mean jake already started off with uh, i had a tweet yesterday that says uh how did i word it again like mama is a scary driver or something she's just <laughs> i didn't like i saw one of your tweets i didn't see that one First off, I need to say thank you to my mom because she woke up early, drove all the way to Joplin so she could give me a ride to the dentist, waited for me to have that root canal done, and then <laughs> picked me up, took me to go get lunch, and then took me home, and then just like let me pretty much nap the whole day when I woke up. She was still there and was like, all right, let's go get you dinner and some groceries so you're good for the rest of the week. Awesome. Thank you, mom. Really appreciate it. But in the process of leaving the dentist, I will roast her a little bit. I thought I was going to die. If I didn't die in the chair, I was going to die in that front seat of her car because she was just like, ooh, roundabout, don't know how to go about this. It's like, well, you handle We don't have those in liberal. <laughs> yeah. We ain't got a freaking stoplight here. Thing is, I was like, roundabouts. Mom does not like roundabouts like at all. She just like kind of freaks out about them. Even the one like when you come through Web City at Stunt's Corner, 
She just I was gets say, what roundabout are you going to? Way past down Main Street when you go all the way past that come and go up underneath the highway, like you're gonna go to downstream oh, okay, and yeah. keep going. Okay. So I was like, she hits that one. She's in the wrong lane first off. I'm like, Mom, you gotta <laughs> Mom, you gotta get over it. And I am just dazed off this medicine. And then there's just like a yellow light, and I'm like, Mom, you like you gotta turn. You're in the middle of the intersection. I'm like, Mom, go. <laughs> and I'm I might have dramatized that or where she was at in the road, but to me it was like we are gonna get hit if she does not go forward. End up figuring out we get home and we're safe. But I quickly learned after I had gotten like food and a drink that when I would try to take a sip of something, my left side of my mouth was so numb that like it wouldn't hold the water in. So when I would take a drink of something, it would just squirt out of my mouth like a freaking water fountain. So I was giggling to myself about that in the car. And then when I got out, mom's like, all right, let's get inside. <laughs> I was like, I got to take a video of this, mom, like one second. And so that video that I ended up <laughs> yeah. sending you is why, like, I had already had, like, water splurted on so my I have shirt. So I have two videos from you from yeah. yesterday. I haven't posted them yet because I'm such a nice friend. I don't remember what the first one is. <laughs> you slapping yourself in the face. With, like, the caption <laughs> oh, yeah. of, like, can't even feel it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There was, to, uh... It looked like you were trying to do that thing with your lip where you're like... <laughs> <laughs> and you're like can't can't feel it. Oh, <laughs> uh, they told me so. I had to pick up the medicine uh, from the pharmacy on Wednesday, and they were like, "Okay, hey, when you pick it up, give us a call, and we'll tell you how to take it." Because they gave me like four different things, and one of them was like the antibiotics, which is normal. But I had to take like a uh, pretty much like a relaxing pill, like almost like an antidepressant the night before, so like people don't freak out about having to go to the dentist in the morning. And I was like, "I'm fine. I don't really need this pill." I took you it ten minutes it? later. No out like a light <laughs> best night of sleep i've had in a moment alarm clock goes off i tried to snooze and i was like i can't snooze it because i have these other pills and i need to take 45 minutes before i get there i take the pills and then i start getting ready and my appointment is at 7 45 just to like be very detailed so i take the pills at about 705 because like i'm sure i'm gonna have to wait a little bit like i'm okay take the pills get dressed mom shows up by the time i start heading downstairs this medicine's already hit me and what it's supposed to do is make it feel like three hours is about 15 minutes. Well, let me tell you guys this right now. That shit works wonders. Because by the time that shit hit me in the car, we're all of a sudden there. I'm all of a sudden filling out paperwork. I Maybe I don't think I filled out any paperwork. I don't remember that aspect. I just remember my name being called. I walk in and she was like, have a seat right here. Laid me back. Goes, would you like the massage chair on? That's how advanced dentist chairs are right now. They have fucking massages in them. I'm like sign me up for that and then it was like okay open your mouth we got to take like a picture x-ray of this i was all right and the next thing you know i'm waking up to them just like drilling in my mouth and i'm just like looking at the dentist square in the eye and this old guy he's just like what's up bud how are you and i'm like ah because i can't fucking talk you turn into borat or you're just giving thumbs up yeah, yeah, very yeah nice. good job <laughs> and then and i remember like I guess I'm assuming I fell back asleep because I woke up later and like they had like latex over my mouth because like I'm assuming the way they had it set up was so they could only focus on like that tooth and they had this everything else. I don't I don't know. I'm making that part up, I guess. But I remember like my mouth itching and I go to raise my hand and the dentist, uh, dental hygienist like, honey, quit moving, please. And then my legs got like that uh, restlessness where like you just want to like move them. And, dude, I was just sitting there, like, trying to adjust my ankles and stuff. She's like, honey, we really need mm -hmm. you to stop moving. Like, you need to. And I just feel like, just, <laughs> like in my tooth. All of a sudden, I wake up. 
fall back to sleep, wake up, and she's like, all right, we got to get you in a wheelchair. She wheels me out. I get up, and I just, like, hop in the car like nothing happened. Just like, let's go. Mm -hmm. Sit back down, immediately back out till we get to Chick-fil-A. Mom's like, mom said something about, like, uh, let's get the Lord's chicken. And I was like, I do need my Jesus time. (laughs) Go in there, get it. And I remember them telling mom, too, this is the last part of it. Is that hey he can go home I take it like take a nap and go to sleep but like wake him up forty five minutes afterwards and make sure he's okay. I remember going to my room laying down taking a nap and then my mom eventually waking me up and she goes Austin where are you and I'm like I'm in Joplin and she's like no like where are you like are you at home and I was like yeah I'm home and she's like okay good that was her way of making sure I knew where I was and what was yeah, going he on yeah he counted ten <laughs> like, the fine. thing is I remember laying my head back down on the pillow and going. I passed that test with flying colors and then like going back to sleep. Like, you ain't going to trick me. I know where I'm at. I know what happened today. And then I woke up and it was like three 30. Yeah. I texted you yesterday at nine 15. I knew you had to be there. Like what? Seven, seven 45 mm-hmm. is when your appointment was texted yeah. you at nine 15. Like, oh, I haven't heard anything from him. I'll check in. Yeah. <laughs> you texted me back at 10. Like, we good homie. I was like, damn, did you just get done? <laughs> I think that's when it hit you. Holy shit, that took three hours. Yeah, I, I said, like, I screamed that in the car. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty good videos, though. Shout out to Mama Country for taking care of you. Uh, I had no idea it was going to be, like, an ordeal. I, I went either. with you the other day, uh, yesterday or whenever, Wednesday, to get your prescription. I'm like, you have to get all this shit for a tooth? Yeah, they ran you through the gamut of they did and then it was like okay uh like what can i eat and they're like oh you can eat anything you want like just normal diet just like you only have to eat on the right side of your mouth and i was like so what i've been doing the last two months waiting for this freaking appointment and they're like yeah uh but you can go get a crown anytime you're ready for it so i called the other dentist that i was initially at and i was like okay when can i schedule the crown and like oh we have to wait like a certain amount of time two two more weeks and then I was like, I can eat on both sides of my mouth again. And we're back, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. June 17th. Here we yeah. go. Another little break for your dentist. Yeah. June 17th. Put it on your calendar. It's Friday. Happy Friday. I, I schedule the appointment at 8, but I don't know if it's going to be one of those things where I walk in and you're like, boom, here's your crown. See you later. You're good to go. For it's another whole one of those mm-hmm. procedures where they're like, mm, knocking you out. Then we're putting this thing over your teeth. Who knows with your Dr. Crentist? <laughs> Putting you that under for a root canal. <laughs> I've told you this story before. One time I went to the dentist and I, I think I had to have a root canal when I was like 12 or so. It, they didn't put me out. They just like numbed my mouth. And then we're like, yeah, we're going to do this. So they like, gave me that medicine to where like I couldn't tell like how long anything was. Because they did tell yeah. me like the week before it was like when they called me like in the one medicine's going to make it. Three hours feel like 15 minutes. And I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Like, that's funny. It's not going to be like three hours. No, she Is that was, what heaven feels like? She was like, exactly right. That's what I hear. Um, <laughs> but that was another thing. They spent so much time numbing my mouth. And she's like, this is going to hurt. Like, just let me know. And all of a sudden, I'd be like, ah. And that was it. And my mouth was numb. And I was asleep. Yeah, waking up with latex in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. It reminds you of college. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, when I had my root canal, they were working. I Again, I didn't get put under or anything like that. It was just I'm laying there for like 45 minutes while they drill in my tooth. And my jaw and like my, my mouth was numb, but I could still like feel them working in my mouth. 
So I kept feeling it like, hey, what is this? Like you do if this just all sounds terrible, if something's in your mouth. And at one point I'm like, okay, I'm just laying there feeling them work on my mouth. Again, sounds terrible. At one point the dentist stops and he says, could you please stop licking me? I was like, (laughs) mouth was numb and I'm like feeling his fingers in my mouth with my tongue to the point to where he has to be like, um... If you could just keep your tongue down and stop licking me, this would go a lot faster. I'm like, I have no idea, man. The dentist has to be one of the most embarrassing places to go to. Oh, for sure. Because like, like you're just in it's such a weird spot too. They're like just lay down on your back, and it's like now open wide, and you're like, mm, I'm all right, right? And then Rather they're not. like going to tell you how many cavities you have, and you have to go and you know, talk to people the next day. Be like, oh, how was your dentist appointment? Well, I had 17 cavities, but other than that, it was, you know, it's great. My jaw is still sore. I feel like I was violated because they were in my mouth for 45 minutes. But yeah. And then when you leave, your mouth is still numb, like you dealt with mm-hmm. yesterday, too. I, rem- I had to go to the dentist one time, and then I went to Walmart to pick up, I don't know, like, coming home from the dentist, like, oh, grab some groceries or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my mouth was still numb, and I thought, man, I hope I don't see anyone I know. I saw like four people that day that wanted to talk to me. Like my fucking, the side of my face is numb. And now you want to see me in Walmart and talk to me? This is why I go into grocery stores now with a mask on and a hat low. Look like I'm about to rob the place. I <laughs> oh, know. that's I the guy with the, uh, with the weird mouth that one day. That's him right over there. <laughs> yeah, hey, remember that guy? That Look, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize those eyes from anywhere. Uh, you feel, feel better today though. Uh, I am feeling much better today. The only thing that hurts is kind of like my jaw, and I think it was just because it was being forced open <laughs> the whole time yesterday for those three hours. Because that was another thing. They had like this, uh, I don't even know, like a wedge that they put in like the on the right side of my mouth. But like everything they were doing on the left side of my mouth, I feel like they were just like yanking the shit out of my mm-hmm. mouth. Because I do remember waking up in my head being like kind of jerked at one point, And then she was like, oh, sorry, honey. And like put that wedge and just shoved it back in between my teeth on my right side. And my mouth was just like wedged, like that's the tool of it, just wedged back open. <laughs> I should have been no- like more worried about this procedure, or the root canal, than I, than I think I was. I don't know, man. I, I'm glad that they took care of you. Even like I've questioned it the whole time. Like I've never heard of this many steps for a root canal of like yeah. taking medicine before you go in anesthesia, like all this. And even Jacob in the chat is like, I've never heard of those steps for a root canal. They didn't canal end up before. giving me anesthesia. They just gave me that. I just had to take that medicine and they numbed me. Okay. Yeah. I didn't have to do the anesthesia. Thank God. If they would have thrown in anesthesia on top of that, I'd have been real worried. <laughs> Like how many what teeth you did you just here? canal? How many roots got canaled here? <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, so T's and P's, they worked. They did. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. That's the whole point of it. That is the point of thoughts and prayers is because they work, and God listened. So I Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Maybe you should have pre-teed and peed. I did. A lot. <laughs> well, then you wouldn't have had a bad tooth. Oh, well, see, some of the, sometimes those are just out of your control, man. God won't give you more than you can handle. You better believe it. I could, I handled it. I'm handling it right now. He knows my strength. Not to make it a, a religious episode. I believe in God. I don't believe in prayer. That's yeah, it is kind of a weird concept when like you really sit back and think about it. Uh, I just growing up like, in I church grew, my whole yeah. life and like seeing people pray over things and like it never happen or come true or like oh my husband has cancer let's all pray for him and then he dies 
And it just, oh, God's will. Like, was it though? <laughs> was it? I don't yeah, know. God wanted him to die at 49 instead of 50. Yeah. You know, having gained an angel today. It's like, uh, no, uh, what? <laughs> I, do. I was younger when my grandpa passed away of cancer. And, like, he had a garden and stuff. And I just remember everyone in that church, your mother specifically, being like, you know, God just needed another gardener. So they called your grandpa up early. And I was yeah. just like, he's not very strong right now. I just saw him. He was over there dead. He's not very strong. <laughs> he wasn't gardening much he lost uh, all two days muscle. ago. Yeah. <laughs> tell you that. And his tomatoes sucked. Picked him too early or late. <laughs> yeah. Loved the dude, but man. <laughs> I don't know. So that, that's talking religion with Mike. <laughs> yeah. I am a believer, believe. though. <laughs> uh, though um, speaking of religion, we also had basketball last night, and apparently God is a Celtics fan because I watched this game last night, and I, I had my moment of, oh, no, we're going to see another blowout. I almost turned the game off in the third quarter. The third <laughs> quarter ended – and the Celtics were down big, and I thought, okay, the Warriors are just going to handle this series easily. Like, I, I thought it might end 4-0 last night in the third quarter. And then watching it, again, almost turned it off. Wasn't really even paying attention to it early in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, I think the Celtics went on like a 7-0 run and brought it back close. So I'm like, okay, this game's going to finish close. That's nice. Yep. Um, it didn't. Blowout. It was a blowout, but it was a good game because the Celtics fought back in the fourth quarter. They won the fourth quarter 40-16, to 16, and the crazy part about it, too, is like it wasn't Jason Tatum that was going off. He was, it was terrible last night. Yeah. I think I, mean, I want to revoke his superstar status. I'm not willing to do that quite yet because he had 13 assists. And so, like, I almost want to give him credit for realizing, like, this isn't my night. So I'm not going to get in the way of us possibly winning this game. I'm just going to do my role and dish it. So I went back and watched like you know a, a game recap, and you were right about the start of the fourth quarter. They went on a 9-0 run, but at one point going into the fourth, I believe it was 92 to 78, and I was like, "Holy cow! Like this is done." A lot of teams usually get to the fourth quarter and realize, "Well, we're just going to lay over and die. We got game two. We'll be fine." Mm-mm. But the thing with Jason Tatum is like it was not a good game. He only ended up with 12 points, but the 13 assists to me signals like okay hey i realize i'm getting double teamed off every screen when i cross half court boom here they are i'm just gonna get the ball out of my hands get it working around and if i have a shot i'll take it if i don't we're just going to continue to dish it and that's where you get guys like al horford stepping up to drop 26 jalen brown attacking the basket for 24 and then marcus smart all of a sudden he's a three-point shooter again gets the 18 i think one thing that they showed the warriors is like hey the Celtics actually do have a lot more than just Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I think that makes them more scary is the fact yeah, that I agree. I, I'm going to stick to the point that Jason Tatum sucked last night. Uh, well, he was three for 17 from the field. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he sucked last night and they still found a way to win, I, I think should make the Warriors nervous. And I think it was Draymond Green that even came out and was like, this is nothing to panic about. I don't think you should panic after game one. But this game was also in Golden State. Mm-hmm. That's the Celtics did already what they need to do to win a championship. You have to steal one at home, and the Celtics did it. Or sorry, you have to steal one on the road, and the Celtics did it. And they did it not playing their best basketball. <laughs> yeah. like you you have your best player not playing well, but other guys stepped up. Uh, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, Derek White, they went combined 15 of 23 from three-point land. That's pretty impressive. That's ridiculous. And, you know, they've each had their kind of big moments already in the playoffs, but then 
the fact that they were able to do it when Jason Tatum was uh, having an off night, I think he'll bounce back. He'll be fine. And I said I wanted to revoke his superstar status. I, I want to put it in limbo, I guess. Yeah. If you have another bad game, like, eh. Yeah. yeah. It, he's really good. He doesn't, I don't know. He's not dropping like 40 points in the games that you want him to. But, he, like, that's a high standard to set. Like, that's that's above superstar status. That's, like, legend status. It's like we're expecting him or almost wanting and expecting him to be, like, Kobe. Mm-hmm. But when you wear the purple 24 band, you're kind of asking for it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Did he wear so, it last night? Uh, I don't remember if he wore it last night. I don't actually. Either. I know uh, he but, wore it in game seven when they won, but last mm-hmm. uh, last. Or, you know, wearing the, the Kobe pants coming into, I don't know if that was game six or game seven. Um, he's, he's done a lot of stuff on his own to be like, he hasn't come out and said like, hey, compare me to Kobe, but it's like. I'm the next one. It, oh, did you see this armband? Yep. <laughs> oh, co- what a coincidence. I didn't know if anybody would notice this bright fucking purple armband on a Celtics player, too, by the way. A bold I'm just move. trying to uh, manifest his energy and bring in the uh, Mamba mentality. I think he has said something along those lines, to be honest with you. Do you think Kobe Bryant is going for the Celtics? He's probably going for Jason Tatum. He ain't going for, he ain't going for the Celtics. You know what? I don't know. I know he played for the Lakers, but at the same time, he's dead. Who cares now? Like, anyone's going to know. Wow, too soon? R.I.P. <laughs> you were a big Lakers won the championship Kobe Bryant vibes guy. Oh, 100%. I won. I don't know if Kobe was still like, affecting the NBA finals or if that was just I mean, one. When you shoot a shot and there's 2.4 on the clock and he goes in with 0. 0.8, uh, <laughs> You got something to say there. That's a really long shot. A second and a half? It was a three from Anthony Davis. That dude just arced all of it. <laughs> yeah. It was probably like 24 feet in the air. I've <laughs> <laughs> gone back and looked at that. Yeah. Revolutions of eight spins per 2.4 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, see, you already, science you already got to 24 with the 2.4 on the clock. Then it's everything else. Like, okay, what's 24 plus 8? Ooh, 32. Here it is. Bam. Oh, and did you uh, – Jake put it in the chat too. Uh, am I the only one thinking him texting Kobe is super weird? Uh, Jason Tatum did say that like before the game that he had texted Kobe Bryant's old number. I don't remember what it said. I think it's weird. I do think it's a little odd, but I – genuinely, I do think that's probably like a hard thing to judge mm-hmm. someone else to do because like if you did have a relationship with someone and you yeah, and text it, him yeah. in How a big moment of your life, exactly. Was he like – a guy that was in the league and he was like, hey, here's my number. Like, we're cool, but you weren't super close. Or was he like a true mentor? Like, yep. yeah, we're, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to dictate how much a loss means to other people. So you never want to be in that spot. So I don't know. It does seem a little odd from the outside looking in, but depending on how close our relationship really was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it is going to be odd when someone else gets that number and it's like, uh. <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe once you realize uh-huh. like, oh, my God, this is Kobe's old number. Jason Tatum's texting me. I I used to have Dead Dan's number. I, I never deleted it. Mm-hmm. However, I did delete all the contacts in my phone like a year ago or so, a couple oh, months ago, yeah. actually, like six months ago. I don't know if I have his number anymore. Do you have it memorized? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I have an iPhone. I just go to my contacts and I'm like, 
Click on that. Oh, name. I wish we could have the look on you. No, I don't have any phone numbers memorized anymore, except for yours. Because again, our phone numbers are only two numbers yeah. apart. So, and I used to hear you say it every morning. Well, if Sprint would just stop being a pain in the ass, we wouldn't have to worry about it. <laughs> I thought you're T-Mobile guy, right? Yeah, because Sprint. Oh sucks yeah, so yeah, bad. they T-Mobile okay, bought yeah, them they merged. Out. Yeah, uh, I forgot. Thank about you, that. thank you, T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, also, last night. Watching this game, I thought Steph Curry was going to go off for 40 to 50 points. Oh, I mean, if you were on Twitter in the first quarter like I was, I mean, pff, Warriors won that in the blowout. 21 points in the first quarter. He had 13 the rest of the game. <laughs> and that's why, like, when you – that's why you can't just look at the stat book and be like, oh, Steph Curry had an amazing night last night. Mm-hmm. He actually didn't. He had a fantastic first quarter, and then he disappeared. For the remainder of the game. Uh, so I, even though he had 34 points, I do think a lot of people will look at it and be like, oh, well, he did his part. He actually didn't, though. So Steph Curry has got to play He's got to play a full game. The 21 in the first quarter was great, but then I think the Celtics realized, like, you know what? That plan that we're doing, it's not working. And then they made an adjustment, and they shot him down. 13 points in three quarters for Steph Curry. That's I will – Say that's a shutdown, and I don't. I wasn't really paying attention to what they were doing and how they did it, but that was fantastic by the yeah. And that was the other thing with the Celtics too is they found a way to defend the Warriors. Like mm-hmm. it kind of took a little bit, but once they did, I was like, okay, hey, this is more of an even matchup than we kind of expected. And the other thing too that we're going to have to realize is if the Warriors aren't hitting threes, what kind of basketball team are they? Who's their main mm-hmm. scorer? Like we did see Steph Curry, you know. Able to attack the basket last night, but I mean, really, he was about the only one. No one else was just like consistently going after the basket. Yeah, and you know, even you know, Steph Curry, not Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Uh, he's been solid. He hasn't really looked himself this year. Yeah, at times uh, he, uh, he's still dangerous. I'm going to make sure I'm guarding him in Game Six, but games one through five might be able to leave him a little bit open, <laughs> which is wild to say. I and I really like Clay Thompson, but. Uh, he's definitely he's just not the player that he used to be. He's still very good, but that's a, an adjustment. And if you're the Warriors, you need somebody else to step up and be able to score. Yeah. Because last night, after the first quarter, no one was really doing much of anything for the Warriors. And if you have uh, Otto Porter Jr. being your lead scorer off the bench, you got problems. Like you need mm-hmm. Jordan Poole to be stepping up and making a difference. Like he needs to be that guy that is giving you that extra 15 to 18 points from the bench and keeping you in the game. Like Andrew Wiggins scoring 20, you love to see that. But you need Jordan yeah. Poole doing more off the bench. For sure. Uh, let's get to some of our great sponsors. Uh, Roper Kia, go in there, check out their inventory, or check them out online. I always say go in there. You can actually, they have a website. They also have a Facebook page where you can actually just go and look at their inventory, check it out. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it at Roper Kia. Absolutely, and it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you're going to need a new car, a nicer, newer car, as I say, at Roper Kia, Roper Mitsubishi, or Roper Rangeline. Just hop in, say you're listening to Mike Up, and they'll give you $1,000 off right there off the asking price. Uh, a couple other notes uh, about basketball and also getting to the chat. Uh, again, Jake put it in here. Someone has that number now. And it's like, bro, please quit texting me. It's weird. <laughs> I, I bet that has happened. What's it been, like two years, two and a half years since Kobe died? 
that number's probably belonging to someone else where they're getting just random text from Jason Tatum and Kyrie Irving and other people. I might be I think I'm I believe I've heard this and I hope I am. I think there's a timestamp on like when a number gets released back out to be used after there's a death. Because like when someone dies, like you have to have the death certificate or whatnot and that goes in to like show everything. Like so when you get rid of it, like I'm sure Vanessa had to be like, Hey, Kobe died, like we're turning his phone off and they're like, Well, here's a death certificate to prove it and then you probably don't get charged for the phone on that. And I think there's like a certain amount of time after that happens before they release that number back out in the public to be used. Yeah. Like in the cycle of like handing out new phone lines. I wouldn't imagine it's more than two years though. I think it's about five. That's too long. <laughs> I mean, man, there's so many numbers out there, though. And how often are people changing phone numbers? Yeah. What if it's another famous person that gets a new phone number and it's like, dude, I'm right? not Kobe. I'm Patrick Mahomes. I know a couple of years ago, last year or so, uh, Patrick Mahomes, his number got leaked online. <laughs> I think it was by Orlando Brown. Yes. And he had to get a new phone number. What if Patrick Mahomes has Kobe's new number? <laughs> Him and Jason Tate. Mm, that'd be cool. <laughs> Right? Who knows? That means at least five rings. Uh, I will tell you one thing that's really weird. For those of you that don't know, uh, a friend of ours died young a couple of years ago, and a close friend, best friend, dead Dan is what I call him now because he's no longer alive, Dan. His his mom took over his Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And anyone who followed him before, I'm sure that we still have some listeners that did. I would get so many messages of like, yo, Dan just updated his uh, Instagram story. Or Dan just liked this picture of mine. Like, what's going on? Like, people would send me that message. I I don't know what's fucking going on. He's trying to get in touch with you from beyond the grave. (laughs) (laughs) Reply back. But for the longest time, no one knew what it was. But it would just – you would get a notification. Dan Basil 3 or whatever liked your Instagram post. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> How is this happening? But eventually found out his mom had like – didn't have an Instagram account before and just started using his. I don't know why she didn't like change the name, deactivate it, start your own uh, or whatever. But it it freaked people out. For oh, a long time. Because I believe I was one of the people that like sent you a message like, uh, what's going on with this? I'm pretty sure anyone that followed him did. I'm like, yo, he's got an Instagram story out. Like, I hey, think that was the you, first one. Was you like, guys faked his death and this has just been like a stint for like the last <laughs> year, you guys have nailed it. Like just this has been a flawless Well, it's execution. been four years, so we've been doing it. Well, it's been a job. year about the point where we were dealing with the Instagram stuff. I know now it's been four years. Well, I think that was probably like a. It wasn't too long after he died that that started yeah. happening. Probably like that's where really like that died. little small thought of like they faked it, <laughs> right? <laughs> he had to get away from his ex-wife and his girlfriend. <laughs> and that's how on edge big country. Has to be. <laughs> I just he don't went trust you to guys. a funeral, saw a body, and still has to think: <laughs> Are these guys up to something? <laughs> nah, these guys. <laughs> yeah, how'd you make it look so much like Dan? What did you do there? Um, Anyway, so that's talking uh, dead people. Other basketball news, and I love this. Drew Timmy has decided to return to Gonzaga. The deadline was Wednesday, Mm -hmm. I believe, and he has decided to go back. I've been looking at a lot of the mock drafts and things like that. His name wasn't even 
mentioned. First round, second round, he just wasn't in there. So I think he made the right move. And I think with a lot of these college players, specifically him, he's going to make more money next year probably going back to Gonzaga than he would trying to make a roster for the NBA. NBA players have played paid greatly. Uh, I don't think that those second-round picks are making a lot of money. I wouldn't be surprised if he brings in a couple mil. Oh, I mean, absolutely not, because they're probably going to go on another deep run into March, uh, into the tournament of March. So if that's the case, and you've already seen the success that he's had there and how well he's known and recognized and the mustache that he had and then just how dominant he can be at times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people are going to want to be just for me, sponsors. You know, all, there's so many manscaped. There's so 100%. many people that could be like, oh, yep, we're going to get you for at least March. But, you know, doing so much. And I think he's a national brand. So I don't think you have to worry about like, oh, Spokane, Washington. You're not mm-hmm. going to have a lot going on there. I think you're going to have enough going on there. People know who you are, like world, mm-hmm. like nationwide too. So like that's the thing. I was like, yeah, don't go to the NBA and risk, you know, having to work your butt off and you just don't fit into how the NBA is today. Enjoy another year of college basketball. Yeah, go make some decent money. And be a legend at Gonzaga for the rest of your life. Yeah, and maybe he comes out and has another solid year where he's, you know, dropping 20 and 12 or whatever. And maybe then he upgrades his draft status. I don't don't know what will happen. I won't pretend to be like an NBA draft scout. But I'm also excited because you get a player returning to college basketball. I love it. I hope we see... More of it, I don't think we will. Uh, but, you know, you get another star going back to Gonzaga. I, I think that is great. And I also, we had some, uh, a listener submitted idea that I wanted to bring to attention. Uh, somebody uh, slid in the DM said that we should do fantasy football arbitrations. So if you have a, a problem in your fantasy league like Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson had, you bring it to the boys that mic'd up and we'll settle it for you. No slaps needed. Mm-mm. I'm about it. Just a couple good conversations. Yeah, I'm completely about it. Yeah, so if you're having problems in your fantasy football league, come to us. We'll we'll delegate the uh, fantasy football fixer uppers. No, that doesn't sound good. We'll come up. It doesn't even need a name. A name will come naturally. Yeah, we're just here to solve your problems, folks. <laughs> Jake will put it in the chat in like two minutes, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's actually that's fucking great, and great we're gonna name. run with that one, uh, actually. But I'm down for it. Uh, real football, though, had some real football news. Uh, I don't know if you got to see the tweets uh, or the reports of Tua getting a little bit spicy with reporters. I didn't. I'm assuming it happened yesterday. No, uh-huh. I did not see it. Uh, talking about how um, you know people were. Giving him a little bit of shit for the underthrow and things like that. I kind of like it. I, I feel like sometimes athletes need to do this, especially if you're a little bit more of a reserved athlete. You know, like uh, Giannis for years was just like the nice guy and never really caused any problems. Then he kind of started going at players, like mean mugging them, uh, getting on little scuffles on the court. I, I, Tua needs to do this too, and yeah. I'm about it. I, I think it's the right move. Don't just sit there and let people shit on you and – Talk about how you're never healthy and your arm sucks. Both might be true, but <laughs> stand up for yourself a little bit. And, you know, even a, I think a lot of Chiefs player or fans have even made comments about how Tyreek's not going to be very good next year. Um, I did, too. I, I don't think he's going to be as productive next year in that offense. But hopefully Tua has a breakout year. I do. I kind of root for him. He's one of those guys where everybody was rooting for him, so I kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And then everybody kind of turned on him, and now I'm back. 
back on the Tua hype train. I don't Not know because I think he's going to be good, because I want him to be good. <laughs> Let me You're rooting that. for it. No, I'm rooting there for it. it I don't think it's going to happen. Yep. Broke stays broke. That dude's just, he's been hurt so many times. I do agree with you, though. It is nice to see him kind of stand up for himself and kind of chip back a little bit. It reminds me of a buddy that I had in middle school where uh, he, was kind of, he was kind of a smaller guy, and people thought, like, we'd always played like, two-hand touch football, like, on the playground or whatnot. And people kind of started messing with him a little bit, and he got to a point where he was like, I'm done. And kind of started pushing back. And I remember, like, we all started talking about in the hallways, like, man, like, this guy's, like, kind of getting a little physical. Like, he's got a little bit of an attitude. What's going on here? And then people just kind of started to respect him after that. And I think we're starting to see the same thing with two a little bit. And I don't want to completely relate this story to a middle schooler. But it is kind of the same thing where you have been the quiet, reserved, just kind of let people say whatever, and then you go and show it out on the field. But now it's like, hey, I'm actually going to say something. I'm sick of tired of you guys talking smack. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Watch yeah. this. And he had that one of like, oh, did you guys get that last throw to Tua? That was, that was, on, that was on point. Or I don't remember mm-hmm. what he said. Uh, I, I'm rooting for the guy. just Honestly, but just because he's never done anything wrong. Yeah. He just might be bad at football. And also, it sucks for him because he gets compared to Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Same draft class. So, like, he's being directly compared with those guys. Yep. And the quote of what you said there. Two goes Twitter Warriors, keyboard warriors, whatever you want to call them, aren't out here practicing with us. I don't know if y'all recorded the last one to Tyreek. I don't know about you, but that looks like money. Let him know, Tua. Mm-hmm. And I do think, I even kind of came to his defense when that first video came out. I was like, you're throwing to a new receiver. Mm-hmm. There's going to be timing issues. And even if you're used to speed from like guys like Jalen Waddle, it's going to look a little bit different throwing to a new guy and where he's going to be at on certain routes and and things like that. So I do think that Twitter definitely overreacted to an underthrow. Uh, and I'm, I think we talked about it at the time, too. I remember Patrick Mahomes' rookie year when everybody was like, oh, my God, he's throwing so many interceptions. He's not going to be good. And guess what? It's just it's practice. That's different sometimes. Practice? You're practice. talking about practice? I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about practice. Practice. Uh, and our guy Jake already nailed it. Yeah. The mic'd up mediators. It took him like 30 seconds. That's so good. That's something you and Jake have in common. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And speaking of... dog. That was good. (laughs) Tua, uh, how about his former backup mentor, Ryan Fitzpatrick, finally retiring from the NFL... um, and is already in talks with Amazon, is what I saw. I think it was Ian Rappaport put out this morning. I can't believe that one. I don't. I, I just. <laughs> what's he going to do almost, for Amazon? You already have your crew. Like, what's. He's, he's not going to go be, be a sideline reporter. They're probably going to do like a pre or post game show, and they're going to have him be like an on desk analyst. Kind of like what CBS does, like Phil Sims. And yeah, I guess. I guess they probably will. I don't. <laughs> I can't believe the people at Amazon are like, oh, shit, he retired. Like, make the call. Yeah. (laughs) Drew Brees over here with NBC just getting fucking screwed. Or, yeah, like, call Greg Olson and be like, hey, actually, you want to come over here? I guess different roles, but I don't know. Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't scream, oh, he's going to be great on TV to me. I think he might, actually. I think he's got a – because we've seen him be silly with the media. Well, he's very smart. He is very smart. The highest Wonderlic score we've ever seen. Went to Harvard. Harvard, that's right. Yeah. Oh, Ivy League quarterback that. here. Uh-huh. Big beard. He's going to be relatable to yeah. everybody. Like, is he funny or does he just have a beard? 
I think he's kind of funny because he came out in that post conference wearing uh, who was it, Deshaun Jackson stuff, uh, like chain and shirt, and they're like, "Is this yours?" And he's like, "Oh no." When he was playing for Tampa the year, I think it was a year or two before Brady. And I don't like, even okay, remember that. People are. This is kind of funny. You don't remember that he came out in the sunglasses, the chain, and that tight shirt that had like the deep V neck, and his chest hair was all puffed out, and he's just acting like all nonchalant about it, like it's normal. I think he cracks some jokes. I think he, I think he'll be good. I, I'm going to say this, and it might offend some people. I don't like people that have the big, overgrown beards. Yeah, He is very much, my beard is my personality. And he, so? Yeah, 100% think so. Don't know the guy at all. And I also think he's an ask-me-about-my-beard guy, which annoys me. Hmm, I don't know. I haven't been picking up those vibes. I get those vibes. <laughs> big time. And it's not based off anything at all other than – You just remind me of that TikTok. I'm like, bad vibes, bad vibes. <laughs> I don't know that one either, but just – I don't know. Oh, it, when you think of Ryan Fitzpatrick, what team does he play for? The uh, Buffalo Bills. Same for me. Yeah. And I think that may, like the Dolphins are maybe second just because the recency bias. The Jets are actually second for me. Yeah. Yeah. Did he play for the Patriots? Because he should have. Just to, like, knock it just, out. Yeah, go sign, sign a one-day one contract. Yeah, <laughs> one-day contract. You're like, yeah, I'm a Patriot now. I don't – he might have. He played for so many different teams. Uh, he went from the Rams to the Bills and from the Bills to the Jets. And then I believe it was to Miami and then Tampa. And then from there, you're tired. Let me blow your mind. He was actually a Bengal. That's right. He went to – he went to he got traded from the Rams to Cincinnati and then went to Buffalo, correct? Uh-huh. Yep. And then spent a year with the Titans. God, I completely forgot about the Titans. Then spent a year with the Texans. Forgot about that year too. 2 years with the Jets and then 2 years with Tampa Bay. And then went to Miami. And then Miami and then Miami finished, was last. Finished with Washington. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, he played four. I just skipped like four teams right there. Yeah. <laughs> I just skipped six years of his career. Gone. Yeah, it's because he played for so many damn teams. Pretty wild. I didn't know. I wonder played. how that, like, is that fun? Like, as a player, like, is that, like, do you look back, you know, like, you're 50, 55 years old looking back. Like, would you rather play one place for 15 years and kind of be average but have one good season? Or would you just kind of bounce around and just suck the whole time? But you got to experience different organizations. It would be and cool. cultures and, like, cities and everything like that. Like, sometimes people are always like, oh, I just want to spend the year traveling. Ryan Fitzpatrick did it yeah. for a career. Like, he got uh, to go. Know, I went on vacation last year in Houston. Why <laughs> Didn't you work? I mean, yeah, for like, six games that we won after that. Right, you know? yeah. Like, I played a little bit. They a rookie bit. they wanted to play. It was whatever. Uh-huh. He, and he, he did it in some pretty cool cities, too. Mm -hmm. uh, St. Louis, that one sucks. Uh, but Buffalo, like playing for the Bills would be cool. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like that he's a god in Buffalo. Like 100%. he's going to go back and his money's no good in Buffalo. And even last season, he did the thing where he went back to a game and like didn't have a shirt on. I think it was a playoffs. I think it was a playoff game. Yeah, it was, at least, it was a cold game. I know that. So like he's going to be highly regarded in Buffalo. Uh, he played in Miami, big Miami guys. Here, the two of us. Uh -huh. Love that city. I want to go back. It's probably the most beautiful city I've ever been in. Oh, it's amazing. And that, I'm not a big the, beach guy. 
the can you fact, imagine? Are you a beach guy? You don't strike me as a beach guy. I love the beach. Dude, like, not like the whole, like, just lay out in the sun and just roast. Like, yeah. I'm tired of trying to be tougher than the sun. It's just not my thing. But, like, like getting up early in the morning or, like, at, like in the evening, like, the sunrises and the sunsets on the beach are freaking amazing to me. With the water going, too. Like, just the constant noise of the waves. Pfft, heaven. Yeah. And like, I'm, even at night, like, if you go and just, like, walk along the beach and, like, all you can hear is the ocean and mm-hmm. it's just, it's fun. I, I went like to... Cozumel. I'm a big fan of uh, long walks on the beach. I, th- I went to Cozumel for my honeymoon? Question oh, mark? I think. It's been a long time. But it was like, that was uh, like a, a good beach experience. I'm sure. We're still happily married at that point. Yeah. Well, it was a honeymoon. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Things went downhill from there. Oh. I, I hate sand, though. Do you? I do. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> I think you low-key love sand. I think you love to just take sand anywhere you go. I think I still have some in my suitcase from Miami. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. Please go home and take a picture of it if you do. I Packing for the – we were in a wedding. It was in Kansas City. <laughs> packed a bag, and there was still sand in that bag. I can't get it out. So, like, that's the karma. I know that I kind of fucked you over on the bathroom situation because I got sand and – Water everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I mean, every freaking but, I mean, inch of that damn part of the still in my suitcase. And it's it's a good suitcase. It's an away suitcase. So it's like, a, it's expensive. Yeah. We did a deal with them years ago, and I got a nice one. So I don't want to just be like, can't use this anymore. I feel cool for using it. <laughs> I will never, ever forget waking up in the morning after you had already left. Like, I'd gone back to sleep, and I woke up. And I was like, I'm going to go look out the window and look at the beach. <laughs> Get out of bed. I walk over there, and it feels like I just am standing on the beach. It was just one if you of those can't go to the beach, I'll bring the beach to you. You did. You brought it to the freaking room because there was just a pile of sand at the end of your bed, and I was just like, "Dude, what the fuck happened?" And what happened was we celebrated them winning to the Super Bowl, had ran into the ocean, gotten nude, <laughs> jumped in, and then we never really thought of the process of like. When we get out of the ocean, we're going to have to put our clothes back on and walk through the hotel to get up to our room. Well, when you do that, your clothes, I mean, you're taking sand all the way from the ocean. And that was the other thing. We didn't just take our clothes off right there by the water. We took them off like a good 50 yards before and then took off and ran in. Mm -hmm. Celebrated the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Amazing experience. But getting the clothes back on with the sand and then walking back up to the room, oh, man, you dumped it everywhere and then your mindset was like "Ooh, i have sand all over the bathroom and the water has run out of this handicapped shower so it's like well i flooded this i did bring the beach to the room let me use every towel that's here and just lay it on the floor because that was what happened to me is like i got sand on my feet i can't get it off i'm just going to grab a hand towel and wipe it off and then i grabbed the hand towel i was like that's the only towel that's left all the other ones are laid out on the floor collecting water from the night before. <laughs> yeah, I'm very thoughtful. <laughs> Appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm like drying off with a washcloth. <laughs> it's all 6'3 in my ass. Your whole that was body. when I was at my heaviest, too. I was just over here just trying to dry off. You got to go. That means you went balls and face, same tell. I made sure I wiped my face first. I hope so. I, yeah, very aware <laughs> and of And you had hair at the time. I did. 
not like it was bad, but I had it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Ryan Fitzpatrick retires. Miami's great. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do for Amazon. I guess maybe he's a pregame guy. Are you, who's really watching the pregame on Amazon Prime? Who's like, oh, I got to log in at 630. I'm not really watching the pregames on anything. I'm not either. So I will say Sunday night football gets me on the pregame because I will always look to see what time the game starts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it starts at 7. No, it doesn't. It starts at 730 or whatever. So then I get stuck watching Chris Sims for oh, 30 minutes. It's, it's Maria Taylor. I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, I guess (laughs) for me, it's always my dumb brain is like, oh, they're about to start the game. Mm -hmm. Like, this is this about over. No, I'm always 30 minutes early to it because I'm early to everything. Yesterday, I had to pick up a check from a guy uh, just a couple blocks away. It was actually right by your apartment complex. And in my mind, I'm like, is that why you took a. That was another thing. We haven't (laughs) even talked about that. You took a picture uh-huh. of like my apartment yesterday and was like, hi, buddy, or something. Mm-hmm. And then we pulled in like directly after that. So I'm like, Melo's here. And then my mom was like, Melo's here? Where's he at? Where's Melo? And I'm like, I don't know. I think he left. And I was just like stumbling <laughs> up to the <laughs> to the door. So yeah, I had to go get a check from a guy that is across the street from your apartment complex. So like, I'm going to park here. And my daughter's with me because they're out of school now. So like, I'm going to take a picture of Austin's apartment complex this is going to freak him out. Like He's going to be looking for me. I was actually very excited. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, oh, man, he came to check up on me. That's cool. Yeah. I don't Great even remember where I was going with that story. Uh, you picked up a check. <laughs> God, nothing. Sometimes I just start a sentence that I, I don't know where I'm going to go with it after that. Okay, Michael. Scott. Hoping that I will figure it out along the way. I don't know. Maybe I'm on the effects of drugs and alcohol. Today, too. I got nothing. I have no idea what point I was trying to make there. Just 100% lost my train of thought. Don't even remember what we were talking about. The pregames, NBC, don't know what time games are going to start. I'm always early. Always early. Always. Yesterday, I had to go pick up a check from a guy. And I know how long it takes to get to this part of town. It's 11 minutes exactly. I left at 10 o'clock to meet a guy at 1030. I don't know why I do it. I can't help it. I'm always early to everything. So some of the pregame stuff, I watch it, and I don't want to. It's I can't turn it off. It's genetic. It's at least my both my parents are always early. Uh, my kids even. I think them yesterday was like, oh, we got to pick up something at 1030. We better leave now. So if 45 minutes away, you know, it's a 10-minute drive, Dad. But we are always, always early. Man, I wish again. What a wish journey! On video, the look there. on your face, where you're like, I have no idea where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. always, always early though. One oh, time, uh, my daughters were having a sleepover with their grandparents, my parents, uh-huh. and um, I told my parents, I uh, how about two? I come pick them up at two o'clock. They showed up at eleven thirty. <laughs> Your parents did? Yeah. You were talking about always early. <laughs> yeah, by three hours. It used to be a running joke. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I wasn't ready. Uh, it used to be a running joke to where if we did like a family lunch or something, or like the holidays, like you have to show up 30 minutes early because you know that's when the meal's ready. And then it got to a point to where she knew we were so- showing up 30 minutes early. It was like meals ready an hour before we said it would start. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, we like actually like had to have a conversation 
like we're not going to be that early anymore. We're, we're all going to stop. We can't do it because it's, it's all of us. Yeah. That's why like <laughs> I feel bad for you sometimes. If you're not five minutes early, then I'm like – where the fuck you at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With everyone in my life. Like if you're a person that runs late, I can't do it. Yeah. It I've, gets stressful. I hate running late with you uh, because I know your mindset yeah. on it. So I am just feeling awful the whole time. And for some reason, like I like when I'm in the middle of like, I was like, okay, I need to be here at this time. This is what I have to do. I like somehow miss like timing myself on like when I need to be mm-hmm. out. And then when I leave, it's like, I'm fucking late. Like I created the timeline of what I needed to do and got out the door just in time. And it's like, I'm still late. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, I'm showing up right on the dot. So I'm driving 60 and a 45 down the highway. I'm like, please don't have a cop sitting here. Please don't be sitting at the animal shelter today. Thank God. He's there not. was one time <laughs> when you had sent a text, like we were all going to uh, like eat pizza and watch a game or something. You're like, yeah, on my way. And then it was like 30, 40 minutes later. It's like, where is he? So we were like almost became concerning. Like we haven't heard from him, and he said he was on his way. I don't remember what it was. You had to like stop. Like, maybe you like went home and changed your shirt or something. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I think what I meant to say was like just leaving work. Well, yeah, just leaving wasn't like to head your way. It yeah. was to stop at home and then communication. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. Only if like Sometimes. someone, one of us went to college for it, you know, think we'd be really good at it. <laughs> right. Especially, I feel like I'm really good at communicating with everybody else but you and Matt. Because you guys have just honestly, just be completely honest, you guys have psyched me out so much on what I do, like <laughs> not correctly, that I try to overcompensate and I just fuck up even more. <laughs> and it's just like I've given up almost. It's like, a high stress situation <laughs> hanging out with the two of us. It's not even like walking on eggshells. It's just like – Well, and because of you, I've, I have also learned that Matt and I do a lot of communication. Like, like We almost have like the twin thing where we don't say anything and it's just like, oh, we're both thinking the same thing. Or you guys like you talk in passing and so it's like I'm not paying attention. Like he might be over here sitting in the chair and you guys like he'll say something and then get up and leave. And I'm just like, okay, I wasn't involved in that part of the conversation. I wasn't paying attention. And then, and then five then minutes I, later, it's like, aren't you going to lunch with us? <laughs> it's like I didn't know we were. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then you guys are like this guy like he doesn't even listen. <laughs> no one was talking to me. <laughs> I've had to be very clear. It's like if I am not making eye contact with you in this office, I am yes. probably not listening because I don't like to true. be nosy. So it's just like I keep to myself. I thought you were joking at first when you said that. No, <laughs> and then I quickly realized you actually cannot hear. <laughs> it's like you you turn it off. I don't know how you do it because I'm focused on something else. Uh-huh. I've also had to come to the terms that, like, there are some things I can multitask and there's other things I can't. And if I'm reading something on my phone, it's very rare that I'm, like, listening to something else. Mm -hmm. But when we're doing the show, I can hear what you're talking about and read something on Twitter on my computer through an article and keep on pace and be just fine. As soon as I have that cellular mechanism in my hand, though, just boop. (laughs) As soon as it gets in your hand, everything else shuts down. Clip that one out too, Sylvester. Um, also retiring, not just Ryan Fitzpatrick, also Frank Gore retired. Uh, I think that one happened yesterday. And then today, Alex Mack, the center, retired. Had a lot of people retire so mm-hmm. far this offseason. It's Daniel retiring season. They realize uh, <laughs> the voluntary camps are coming up. and like, you know, I actually just, I don't want to go. I think, I, I think I'm done. I think mm-hmm. I'm all right not going to camp. 
voluntarily. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rob Gronkowski, like, who knows what he's going to do. He's November. Gonna November, I, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely going to play. It's just not going to be soon. If he's in pads before September, I will be surprised. Yeah. And I believe it was on the podcast we talked about, like, he's probably going to be a mid-year signing. I'm like, all right, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. And then he's going to play himself in shape. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, Brady is Brady is playing good again. I'm I'm here to play, too. I <laughs> yeah. guess we'll oh, go you guys are 13 and another 2 Another Super Bowl. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> I'll be there for that one. Uh, question, is Frank Gore a Hall of Famer, in your opinion? Is Frank Gore a Hall of Famer? Yes. Yes, he is. The longevity of his career. I know his stats. Like a lot of people might look at his stats and be like, well, it's just because he played for so long. Yeah, you got to respect that. Like that's something to admire. Like it is hard to play for a very long time in the NFL, especially at the running back position. Yeah. And like how dominant he was there for that little bit of time with the 49ers and then continue to play there and then bounce around for a little bit and still be somewhat of an impact, not throughout the entire year, but just in little bitty spurts. That's pretty cool. That's he awesome. Still, he had a thousand yards rushing the last time in 2016 mm-hmm. at the age of 33. But even then, uh, you know, with the Dolphins, he had 700 yards rushing in 2018. 2019 with the Bills, he had almost 600 yards rushing. And then that last season with the Jets, he had over 600 yards rushing. I don't think that he's a Hall of Famer. I think that he's a Hall of very, very good. It definitely should be. Praised for his accomplishments. He finished his career with exactly 16,000 rushing yards. That's kind of cool. Which is third all time. I don't think he'll be a first ballot, but third or fourth time for sure. Maybe, yeah. I also, I wouldn't be surprised if he's one of those like legacy candidates to where it takes him a really long time. Yeah. And then we're like, ah, oh, yeah, he was. He's good enough. We'll yeah, actually, it's been a minute since we've seen another running back get to like thirteen thousand yards. I guess Alex or uh, excuse me, Frank Gore being right here at uh ooh sixteen, pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Adrian Peterson is another guy who's is, is he an active running back. I don't, I don't know. He's up there. He's a, a ten thousand yard back, and that used to be the number. If you could get to ten thousand yards, it was almost an automatic. You're in the Hall of Fame. Uh, but you know, for me, it's I contradict myself sometimes because. Like, to me, Terrell Davis should be a Hall of Famer. He is. Uh, but he didn't play very long in the league. And with Frank Gore, it's just kind of, you're really good. You've got a lot of accomplishments. But you were never, like, a top running back in the league. Mm-hmm. His second year in the league, he rushed for 1,600 yards, almost 1,700 yards. Other than that, it was like, all right, 1,100 yards here or there. So... I'm also not going to like, I'm not dying on this hill. I really don't care. It's just, it's a topic <laughs> that people talk about all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, I wouldn't vote for him for a Hall of Famer just because I think there are a lot of other better players that didn't have that longevity. But I also agree with your argument of like, that's impressive. Is it impressive enough for him to be in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me yeah. if he gets in. And this other uh, retiree that we had, Alex Mack. I, for for some reason, read it as Alvin Mack, 
from the program. I thought this was a freaking joke. So I just completely overlooked their retirement. I was like, oh, my God, you guys are hilarious. Like, especially you writing it on here. I was like, I can't believe that guy came out. I was like, oh, I'm going to have a retirement speech. Or da, 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 da. And so I just completely – and then I was like, oh, my God, Alex Mack, the center. Like, freaking idiot. So I, I needed to be honest the about that. The one movie little, you have seen. Tell the truth Friday. I needed to be honest about that. But Alex Mack, impressive career. Alvin Mack. What was the guy's movie. name from – Draft day. He was a Mac. Uh, he was. Because it's Alvin Mack. And then, because a lot of people have a fan theory that he was the son of Alvin Mack. Oh. I, I can go down rabbit holes of fan theories all the time. I don't remember his name, though. You know what I just realized, too? I just realized Chadwick Boseman was the linebacker in that movie. Vontae Mack. Vontae Mack. No matter what. Yep. Christian Watson, no matter what. <laughs> At least one of us got our freaking post in that, correct? Yeah, the Packers fans that were calling for it. Yeah. Uh, what's your stance on draft day? I think it's a cheesy movie, but I like it. I do too. A lot of people shit on it. In every draft season, I guess you would say, people are like, oh, time to watch draft day. Like, oh, this movie I just think it was unnecessary. Sucks. It was unnecessary to have the love, like, that's Kevin Costner, though. Homie just wants to mack on some girls in his movies and talk about sports. I think he's got a list. One of us. One of us. Like, I do the same thing. (laughs) I think he's got a post note at home of, like, what girls he hasn't kissed on TV yet. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll make out with Jennifer Gardner. Like, no biggie. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a good movie, but it it didn't live up to the hype. I do remember seeing the trailer for it and being like, holy shit. Yeah. This is going to be good. Kevin Costner in an NFL draft movie. Yep. This is gonna be great. I kinda wish they like I this is one of those movies where like, can you kinda like redo it? And yeah. like just be more in depth on the football team and like yeah, maybe a talk to people that are in the NFL. Yeah, like yeah. the war room setup be real. <laughs> Instead of like we're gonna trade all these just unrealistic trades. We're gonna get the two players that we wanted all along. Yep. I don't and I again I hate movies where it's like, oh, fairy tale ending. Make some shit go wrong and, like, stay wrong. Not like, oh, everything's falling apart for me. Psych, everything's perfect in the end. Yeah, like, let's say you don't get Vontae Mack right there at the beginning of the round. Was it pick one or pick three or whatever? Yeah. Cool. Trade up and get him again in the first round. Let me see how good of a GM you really are. <laughs> right. And how does team do afterwards? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Is he still the GM Browns. of the Browns? Also, I one thing that I really hate is uniforms in sports movies. Why? I f- like Vontae Mack in that movie doesn't look like an athlete, if that makes any sense. Yeah, because he's a freaking actor. <laughs> I know, but like, how hard is it to just be like, hey, you're playing at Ohio State. Let's get you a jersey that fits you instead of shoulder pads from 1995. Yep. They're way too big for you. You're wearing like an outdated face mask anyway. So I don't know. I look at some movies in the Kurt Warner movie that I still haven't seen yet. I watch that one and I'm like, your jerseys look like shit. Like all your players look dumb. Just fix it. Spend a little bit of time. Make these look like they're actual NFL players and not just actors that are playing a sport. If that, again, if that makes any sense to you yeah, at all. Maybe that's what, like I love the movie The Program. I felt like that... Each player kind of had his own spin on his uniform, and that's what you do in the NFL. 
instead of like these just cookie cutter like ah, we're not adjusting your sleeves or anything like that this is just put on jersey number 50 that's yours we've done nothing to it it's a 2x even though you're a large <laughs> that's how i feel about um movies they also talking hockey uh, abs won last night yeah sorry to jesse abs beat the oilers that series it looks over it does. Go abs. I really loved it when they did that hockey thing. Looks like that oil rig is going to get all blown over by an avalanche. <laughs> You've been sitting on that one? Just came up with it, actually. Best uh, movie jerseys. That's a good one. Uh, Jesse says the replacements. The replacements weren't bad, but it Ooh. also... Loki, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I could see that one coming out. The, like the ole, ole, ole. Also, just like get the rights to some real teams. Yeah, that's true. But I, that used to be a thing. I'm like, ah, oh, we're going to have a football movie, but the NFL won't let us use any of their teams. Because even like any given Sunday NFL movie, and then they like had to make their own league of. Yeah, I still haven't teams. seen all of that movie. I've only seen parts of it. It's any pretty good. Sunday. That's one of those movies where I tell myself, like, oh, I need to watch it. I need to watch it. And I just haven't done it yet. <laughs> Go figure. That's on me. That's on me. Right. Um, yeah, check that one out. Let us know. Friday Night Lights for jerseys. That's a good one. Um, uh, radio, that's another good one. I thought those. I thought the football, like the, the actual football play in the movie Radio was actually very good. I got to go back and watch that one. You talk about it all the time. I've honestly, I've seen it one time. Dude, I loved it as a kid. Um, the other, Jerry Maguire, uniforms were pretty good. That was an NFL movie. Yeah, with the Cardinals. Um, I bet they play, just paid a shitload of money for that. Those were pretty good. Which one? Remember the Titans? Like the yeah. jerseys were kind of bagging on some of those guys, but that's just kind of like how yeah, it was like the sixties, so then. it was supposed yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they did a good job with theirs. Basketball uniforms pretty easy to do. Same with baseball. I feel like where they really mess it up in movies is for football. I feel honestly, I feel like they do. I do agree for football. Um, basketball is another one. They're just they're always super cheesy movies. Oh, the movies like, are terrible. And it's just everything is so dramatic and like slow-mo. Like, yeah. I don't need to see a guy drilling a basketball in slow motion to know he's about to pull up and hit a big clutch shot. Yeah. The, uh, I think the uniforms look good in basketball movies. The movies are terrible. Yeah. Even uh, the title of today's episode, Drugs and Basketball, <laughs> is a play on love and basketball. I loved that movie. And I hate watching like sitcoms. Why do we still do this? Where the court is tiny. Yes. And the fans are right on top of everyone. That's not realistic. Like I watched some old episodes of like Fresh Prince or I've seen like clips or something. It's like that you were playing basketball in a hallway. <laughs> Go to a real gym, set up shop there for a day, and play on an actual sized court instead of like Again, it looks like a hallway. It looks like you're it looks playing like in a an classroom. elementary gym that's only used for like gym class. <laughs> yeah, that's what some of those gyms look like in the movie. And Brooks puts it in here. I feel like it's the pads more than the uniforms. I'll agree with that one yeah. too. Maybe if you had the pads right, but I, I feel like that some of these movie studios you're making billions of dollars, and you're going to high schools and being like, "Hey, do you have pads that you wore in the '90s? We'll take them." It just gets update them. I don't know. It's not that hard. If Tom Cruise can fly a fucking F-18 fighter jet, then these guys can get real pads for their football teams. I'm going to go watch that movie again this weekend, hopefully. Man, everybody loves it. Yeah. I know we did our review of it last week, and I said it was really good. 
I feel like everybody agrees. I feel like I went into it trying to be too critical of it. I didn't. I don't feel like I went in just to enjoy the movie if, as the movie should have been enjoyed. Really? See, I came in with low expectations, and it exceeded my. I just felt like they were gonna like be cheesy in it. Like I was just waiting for it to be like, okay, where's like, where are you trying to overdo it to make up for like how awesome the first one was? And it didn't feel like they did that. That's what made it so good. Mm-hmm. And even I feel like it's been out for a week now. I feel like a lot of people have seen it. Mm-hmm. The fact that they have they used the soundtrack, some of the songs from the first one, I absolutely loved it. I did too. Even talking to a buddy before we, it started, it's like, man, I really hope I play Highway to the Danger Zone. I mean, how many times is that going to be on here? And the answer is not enough because it's <laughs> fantastic. Such a great song. And the other one is like the scene of him riding a motorcycle along uh, the runway. Yeah. I thought that was awesome in the first movie. And I remember telling our buddy Cole, I was like, hey. Like I, that's just the one scene I want to see, and then like as we're watching the movie, I later was like, I think he's about to drive the motorcycle along yeah. the runway. He pulls that tarp off, did. and you're like, that's the fucking motorcycle. And I just like started tapping him. I'm like, bro, he's doing it. <laughs> yeah, so it was a good movie. I do recommend seeing it. I, we went to the expensive theater to see it, and I, I think it was worth the price of admission. It was. Which actually, you bought my ticket, so it was really worth the price well, of it <laughs> for me. As I hit purchase, I was like, why am I so nice? There's no need to be. I know. It's like 12 bucks a ticket probably. 14 Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. It is. Uh, it was really – it was worth Matt it Matt bought all me, the though. snacks. Movie tickets were more than the snacks that he bought. Really? Yeah. I saw that and I was like, I still paid more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not as like, oh, it needs to be equal type of deal, but it was just like, I can't believe that's how expensive just the tickets are. Yeah. For just like an opening premiere movie night. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. No wonder why people don't go to the freaking movie. And the theater wasn't even packed either. No, it wasn't. And we went Thursday night, like yeah. 7 o'clock showing or something. They, they should have yep. been. Uh, but that is the problem. But, you know, a lot of people in our area, I will drive to Pittsburgh, Kansas to go see a movie. Yeah. Uh, where I went to college, it's about 30 minutes away, and the the tickets are half the price. And if you go see a matinee in Pittsburgh, it's $3 a ticket. And they do like uh, $5 Tuesday nights. I mm-hmm. don't know if they'd still do it uh, now, but like – And the concessions Pittsburgh. are super cheap too. Cause, so I know a lot of people are probably listening and thinking like, oh, yeah, but the money you're spending in gas. Oh, this was like a year ago, <laughs> yeah. so it wasn't as bad now. Like now, now, I'm going to Joplin, um, but before, it was like I'm probably spending about the same when you calculate in gas, but the theater's nicer. The concessions mm-hmm. are better. <laughs> so yeah. like, even if I end up paying a little bit more to drive that far, to me, it's worth it. It's also like the people that work in the movie theater, why do you look so miserable? I just hate it. You're pouring drinks and popcorn. Just have some freaking fun. You get to watch movies probably for some, free, I guess. We need some high energy up in here. Yeah. I can't be coming in and you're over here looking dull. If you're looking dull, I'm going to be dull and the movie's going to be dull. Yeah. Just get energy right. up through the roof. Uh, you know what's not dull is Club 609 with the greatest happy hour in the world from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock with their two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours. Friday night, pretty popular spot at Club 609. Maybe get a reservation if you're in the area on a Friday or a Saturday. And that Saturday Saturday happy hour, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m., that feels almost borderline illegal. Like the state doesn't know. And we ain't going to tell them. Mm-mm. Tell you that right now. No, I don't like a lot of people working at the state level. Anyway. But what we will tell the state 
Check out Downtown Lube, located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if it is a matter of when you're going to need your oil changed or your tire service. So make sure you get that done and taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. All right, now let's end the show with a little Five for Friday that we're doing. It had this one, listener submitted one from our guy, Brooks, it's I. I actually like these things. This one is you can choose your own uh, three potions, and I tweeted it out from the Miked Up account earlier today. I like it. I feel like some of the answers are very obvious, but we do five for Friday, so we'll do our three, our key three, and then maybe two backups that we have for those of you that haven't seen it on Twitter yet. It's a a list of potions. There are like twelve of them. Uh, one of them, the first one, let's just go top to bottom. Never need sleep and always feel rested. That's your first potion. Speak every language. All felines like you upon meeting you. That's the dumbest one. I'm just going to say <laughs> we're ruling that one out now. Okay. You can record things perfectly in your memory at will. You can teleport to any airport. Things taste to you like whatever you want them to. That's an odd one. Now, your body temperature never changes. All insects avoid you. Things you kick three times turn into cheese. Okay, all right. Fairies finish your chores. Uh, identify the emotions of anyone you talk with. And the last one, grow your ideal beard. Uh, big country, let's hear your first one. My first one, teleport to any airport. Now, yeah. my only question with this is, if I teleport to the airport, do I then have to get on an airplane to travel to my destination? Or can I teleport from, like, can I go to the Joplin airport and then teleport to LAX in Los Angeles and be like, boom, here I am? Yeah, I think that's the case. I'm like, okay. all right, I'm going to teleport to LA, and I guess I just land at the airport. Boom. And then I'm, boom, I have my time there. Okay. I, that one is a definite, a good one. Yeah. And I'm I, also you know, going to go international with it. Yeah, <laughs> there's that voice again. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's I, don't, I don't know. National man. voice. <laughs> uh, I like that one as well. My first one is the never need sleep and always feel rested. That would be my second one. I like the things that I could get done if I never had to sleep again would be pr- not much, honestly, because I would just do nothing. <laughs> Maybe I would start reading, which is not true because there will be times where I'm like, shit, I don't have anything to do. I'm pretty bored. Yeah. Maybe I'll pick up a book. Nope. Doesn't happen. (laughs) What do I end up doing? Looking at TikTok. So I would just spend like an extra eight hours a day just on TikTok. Maybe I'd make TikTok. So, ooh. Or, you know, like eventually you would be able to get your laundry and your stuff done. Like, I don't need fairies coming in and doing that. I would just rather not be tired. I don't think, like, it's nice to know that I would never need sleep, but like if I wanted to sleep, I could. Like, that's the option with that. It's like, I don't need to sleep. Yeah, that's so, true. Like, a nap doesn't sound bad right here in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even for me, just being able to fall asleep when I wanted to would be cool. Because some people, like, they go to bed, and when they go to bed, they'll be like, oh, head hits the pillow, I'm asleep immediately. Oh, yeah. That is not the case for me. So, like, even we could adjust it a little bit to where, like, hey, if I could fall asleep within 30 minutes of wanting to fall asleep, that'd be pretty cool. But it's not. And it's not the case for me. But that's my first one. I do like your 
the teleport to any airport one. That was another one that I liked. It probably would have been my second one. Do you have a, a third one that you're eyeing? Speak every language because as I teleport to an airport and I need to know where to go, I don't have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. I don't got to pull up my phone or do like a, a Google Translate or anything like that. It's like, here I am. Let's go. That one would be cool. But I think it was yesterday. We went and ate Mexican food. Nope, day before. Yep. Here's your tooth. Uh, went to <laughs> eat at a Mexican restaurant. And the people are speaking Spanish back and forth to each other. And I'm like, I would really just like to be able to speak Spanish. Yep. Do I want to put in the hours that it would take for me to learn Spanish? Absolutely not. I took Spanish as a freshman in high school. I remember almost none of it. Como estas? Muy bien. And that was talking Spanish. Look at us. <laughs> now, for my Spanish class as a freshman, I cheated off of a foreign exchange student. It's like, <laughs> I'm just not picking this up. I'm going to cheat off of you. Here's the spin zone. She was from Germany. <laughs> I cheated off of a German foreign exchange student in Spanish one. <laughs> Did you pass? Do what? Did she pass? Did you pass? Oh, she was great. She'd already, she spoke like four languages already. So she picked up Spanish incredibly quick, which is why I cheated off of her. And because she was pretty good looking. And I got, I'm a sucker for accents. <laughs> I do have a story about a Spanish <laughs> class real quick. I, had a, I was involved in a program called like Upward Bound. And like what they do is they help like first-generation students uh, kind of like get to college, prepare for college, and then like go to college as well. And so, like, you have to take, like, a month in the summer, like, where you got to do, like, these other classes. Like, it sounds awful, but, like, at the end of it, you didn't get to go on, like, a week-long trip for free. So, like, in my mind as a kid, it was worth it, and the classes weren't that hard in the summer, and I got extra extra uh, credit for college. But my first year, I think it was my first or second year, uh, we go in, you move into the dorms on this campus, and I have to take a Spanish class. And this teacher is, like, very dead set um, – and I believe he was from Spain, so he spoke Spanish fluently. He was like a college teacher as well. But he just acted like it was super easy to learn. So he taught us how to count to 10 in Spanish and then wanted us to do count to 100. Well, in my mind, it was like, I'm not going to learn how to count to 100 in Spanish in one night. Like, it's, just, it's not going to happen. Looking back, what I should have done was learned 1 through 10 and then 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, mm-hmm. 80. 90, 100, and then, like, I would have been fine. No, 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 no. In my mind, I was like, I'm not about to learn 100 new effing words tonight. So me and my roommate came up with this genius plan to just write these words on our thighs, like on our legs. And then when we got to class, if so we could take the test, we could just look at our leg. And so we, I'm not even kidding you. From, like, probably three inches above the knee up to the leg, we had written – one through a hundred in Spanish. Can't do that anymore. Guy shorts are too short. Uh, well, at this time is when the back <laughs> right is that's when you wore my. Like, I just knee. remember sitting in the back of the classroom with my buddy. Uh, his name's Damien, actually, and we're just we have our shorts like pulled all the way up, and we're just like looking down. I don't know how we didn't get caught, but we ended up it got away with it, and we passed. And we just thought it was like the coolest thing ever because like we just cheated one through a hundred in freaking Spanish. I don't want to take away the energy from your story. I will say the teacher, as a former teacher, probably knew and just didn't give a fuck. Probably. He didn't <laughs> want to be there as much as we didn't want to be there. So it was pretty cool. Like, right. fucking there were so many times I'd be like seeing a kid cheat and just be like, you're really going to make me like, I'm going to have to get up and come talk to you and be like, stop cheating. <laughs> or you're pretty dumb anyway. 
you're probably not even cheating right. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and continue to grade so I don't have to do this shit at home. You're still going to fail my class even if you pass this test. <laughs> it's, <probably laughs> what, it's pretty much what happened. We also had to learn the countries, and he made us like sing a song about it. And I was like, I'm also not learning this. We had to do one through 100, but I remember it being pretty easy. But also I had a great tutor yeah. uh, from Germany. Just like showed me the pattern. I don't remember it she now. She's just really good at keeping your attention and helping. <laughs> uh, you yeah, she was. Yeah, I was. Have awesome. you seen uh, Billy Madison uh-huh. when he has the tutor and it's like every time he gets a correct question? Uh huh. It was nothing at all like that. I was too nervous. Oh, I was like, damn. Dog. <laughs> no, I was a freshman. No, I, was, <laughs> I was just scared. I just like to talk to her and hear her German accent. Uh, other ones that I liked on this one, and this one might be one of my actual favorites. Is the um, your body temperature never changes? If I could never sleep and never sweat again, man, that's. If actually, if my body temperature never changed, I might be able to sleep at night. I get so hot when I sleep, huh? And I hate like, I'm not a sweaty guy by any means, but I all my sweat comes from the top of my head. It's like a fucking volcano. <laughs> so like my back doesn't sweat. I don't get ass sweat. Or swamp ass, anything like that. <laughs> Nothing. Armpits. I tell the truth Friday. I rarely use deodorant because my armpits don't sweat. But all of it. Right from the top of my head. So I look like a sweaty guy. And I'm not. So if I could just regulate so that body. you sweating from your head laying in bed too then? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But like my back, butt, balls, rarely sweat. Completely Humble brag. Fine. <laughs> Why don't you get one of those like cooling uh, pillows? I do. Really? <laughs> I've spent so much money on the bedroom set <laughs> that I have the the cooling pillow. I have one of the mattresses that is like supposed to be like cooling. Uh huh. I have I upgraded to a summer quilt. Yeah. And I have a fan that clips to my headboard <laughs> that keeps me cool at night. Is it working? Does it help? It's been fantastic so far. Good. Like, it's the way to go. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's been helping out quite a bit then? Yeah, I rarely get hot when I sleep for the past two weeks. Because of this fan? Since I've really made some changes. Look at you go, <laughs> dude. That's awesome. Yeah, you said like I've won some award. <laughs> no, I just, you've been trying to freaking figure it out for a long time, and now you have. Well, I'm a terrible like sleeper. I really two am. Two weeks of good sleep. That's, mm-hmm. that's huge. It is. Yeah. So if I could stop sweating... Don't need to sleep ever again. Teleport to every airport. Those are my top three. Yep. Speak every language would also be really cool. And then probably uh, record things perfectly because I do have a bad memory sometimes. Yeah. For me, it would be record things perfectly in your memory at will and then identify the motions of anyone you talk with. And that's not to be like, ooh, let me help fix your problems. It's just so I know where you're at. Um, like emotional wise as I'm talking to you. So I don't do anything to just help piss you off even more because I have a very good talent of doing that without realizing it. And my mom can vouch for that since my whole 26 years of existence. Yeah. Where it's you like, are... you could be in an irritated mood. I come in and be like, kill what's up. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, yeah. not fucking today. <laughs> yeah, like this is not the time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't pick up on like, Hey, this guy had a rough night. You're like, happy Friday. Like you're <laughs> yeah. bringing all the energy. And Good morning, sometimes bruh. I feel like you do sense it. And you're like, Oh, I got to build up the energy instead of like, Oh, I'm going to hang back and just play it cool. Yeah. 
I remember kicking the shit out of you one night at 609 because somebody was talking about something. I'm like, no, you're just, you're not getting it. Stop talking. I was, I was just like, I'm just going to just yell at me again. I dare you to yell at me again. And then when you kicked me, I was like, that's probably a bad idea. I was like, she's not picking up on the joke. (laughs) You need to stop talking. Uh, Now we're all friends. Now we're all friends. Yeah. Like it. Like do the like eye contact thing, like, or yeah. just mouthing like stop. <laughs> you did kick the shit out of me. Though. I had a bruise on my shoulder. I didn't like realize how close you were to me. <laughs> yeah. I did. I, I kicked the shit out of you. you on that freaking one. catapulted that freaking leg like whammy. Things on the potion that I don't understand. Definitely feline one. But again, it was in the chat here. If it's lions and tigers, that would be pretty cool though. Oh. Damn, that would. Jaguars, that's my favorite big cat. Bro, could you imagine you just walk through the fucking rainforest and this Bengal yeah. tiger just comes Who's up? Who's the king of the you? jungle now, bitches? It's me. This guy Call likes me. Tarzan. Me. He's not even a big me. country. <laughs> big Amazon. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> uh, all insects avoid you. That one is underrated. Yeah, it is. I also feel like if I didn't sweat so much that they would. It's because I'm so sweet. Or my blood sugar's high. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You scared me there. Uh, things you kick three times turn into cheese is just a weird one. Why not just be like, I could have unlimited cheese? Yeah, I like, and also, I don't really like cheese that much. I'm never, like, just sitting there like, you know what sounds good? Cheese. You know what? I, I actually agree with that. A lot of people are like, love cheese. Like, oh, give me all the cheese. If it's in something like a cheeseburger, a quesadilla, tacos, whatever, but I'm rarely like, oh, I need just give me a hunk of cheese. What are those like little uh, something bell cheese that come in the red yes, wax? Yes, those little weird wax packages. Yeah, like those aren't bad, but like, I've never been grocery shopping. It's like, gotta have me some of these. Mm-hmm. We're like, I remember having some cheese sticks growing up. Like I thought those were cool. And my grandpa used to work at like a, a huge cheese place, and so cheese. he would always. <laughs> he'd always have like these cheese sticks for us and he'd just give away and i got a point i was like dude like grandpa i'm not a big fan of cheese clogs me up breaks me out i'm not about it i'm sick and tired of the dairy i don't even drink milk anymore because of it really I'm fucking sick of are cheese. you lactose intolerant no like the i had to look this up and it's probably gonna sound a little weird like the hormones that are in milk like don't react well with mine so my face always breaks out is that not lactose intolerant i don't know but i don't like i feel like that has to do with like like your bowel movements as well. Like I'm not affected there with it. So, I, a lot of people are. But I like you even said, like if you eat like a bunch real bad of, on the side of my face, like if I like drink yeah. milk. Now, I know a lot of people that say if they eat a lot of cheese, it backs them up too. I'm a pretty regular guy. I've never had a problem with that. I can eat pretty much whatever I want, and I don't get constipated. <laughs> Give me all the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I have the opposite problem. I'll eat something and be like, oh. I gotta go to the bathroom right now. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen to this. What if you're like the cheese one would suck if you kick in your sleep or someone else is in your bed, and then <laughs> Sylvester's like, or if you're a soccer player, yeah. <laughs> Brooks coming back, or if you're a special teamer. Justin that would... T- Justin Tucker's just like fuck. <laughs> Did it again. <laughs> and the Gouda's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. Uh, let us know on our Twitter page though what your top three or top five would be because i do like to hear people's justifications for like the feline one i, I immediately crossed it off the list yep <laughs> but then i i think it might have been bryce put it in there of like oh well if you could talk to lions and tigers maybe now it's worth it like yeah maybe now you are a top five 
So let us know what you guys think. Um, that is it for us today, though. Happy to be back on this Friday for you guys. A uh, little bit of a long break. We'll be back on Monday. Yep. Uh, 10 a.m. right here in the call-in app. As usual, make sure you're getting involved uh, with the live chat. Uh, really, a lot of the great content that we have happens right there from our listeners and sometimes from us as well. But we appreciate you guys, and we will talk to you on Monday.